Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello, welcome to Film Fandango, the film podcast. I'm David Reed. This is Marit Larwood. Hello there. You seem to have got. You sound a bit depressed this week. Oh, do I? Do you want me to do it again? Yes. Hello, welcome to. No, 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 no. Nope. Somewhere in between. Somewhere in between. Hello, welcome to Film Fandango, the film podcast. I'm David Reed. This is Marit Larwood. And do it. Just do the big me up a little bit more. Okay. I'm David Reed, and this. Is Marek Larwood? Yes, and do I top geared it there? You want to put yourself? I want you to put yourself down. Okay, yeah. So you re- you're really self conscious, and you've got no, you've got uh, confidence. Okay, yeah. And then, but then you think I am amazing. So you want me to um, hamster Hammond your? Uh, yeah, go for it. Go, go for Jeremy it. Clarkson. Hello, welcome to Film Fandango. I'm David Reed. This is Marek Larwood. Now that is how it should be done. <laughs> How many episodes? Which is episode 127 or something, something like, like that. And you finally, you've taken me to te- It's to taken feedback to really find out well, what I you want. You'd have- I'm not a mind reader, Marek. I'm not, I can't... When you're just staring at me with anger at the beginning of each podcast, I don't, I don't know what that means. I've got a natural frown. Have you? Well, my skull... <laughs> Tell me about We've your all skull. Got one. Oh, yeah. My mum used to say, stop frowning the whole time, stop frowning. I've got a dent, and you want to feel it. Go on then. David's putting his finger in the see, there. Oh, you do, don't you? There's a massive indent in my skull. You can actually see my skull poking through my forehead. Not the bones, but the effect of my... So I've got a ridge, which means I frown, naturally frown. Is yours flat there? Mine's, yeah, mine's fairly flat there, yeah. What we're doing, we're putting our finger in between... Where, where, a, where a laser pointer from a sniper would go. Yes, yes there. just below there. Yeah. Has anyone else got a ridge there? Or what I'm trying to say is, am I deformed? No, I don't think so. I don't think. I think everyone's got slightly pronounced above the eyes, and maybe yours has just come together to create that hole in the middle. Well, it's not a hole. <laughs> is it not? A hole. Can you get like your finger in it? No, I can't reach through and touch my brain. Shame. We're not here to talk about introductions. We're not here to talk about. Um, was it craniopathy? I made it up. That is, yeah. Uh, is that the right word for it? Sounds good, isn't it? It's great. Op- I don't think it'd be an opathy. Craniologist. Craniologist. The ones who would... did the bumps in the head. Oh, that thing. What was that called? Um, oh God. Bump. Bu- bumpology. Bump guys. Bump guys. The bump guys. Yeah, they bump were the bump guys. guys. 
Um, what was it called? I can't remember. That's terrible. This is how many minutes did we waste? Oh, we've nearly minutes? done it. Now we're nearly there. That's three minutes. Yeah, three minutes of total guff. Skull I went, guff. <laughs> I went to the cinema. Okay. I saw a film. See if you can guess what it was. Well, I know what it was. What is it? I shall I guess anyway? Yeah. Okay. Was it Need for Speed? No, we know what. So why are you guessing the wrong thing? Well, I'm just sort of padding it out with the other I went to latest go and see releases. Under the skin. Under the skin. What is it? It's a film. It's who, a film. It's directed by Jonathan Glazer. Yep. Who, uh, it's the first film he's done for about uh, ten years or something like that. What was his last one? Well, he's well known for, uh, he did a film called Birth, I haven't seen that, but he did um, Sexy Beast, it's probably his best known for. I like Sexy Beast. It's a very good film. Made people reconsider Ben Kingsley and what he's capable of. Mm-hmm. Relaunched the career of Lovejoy. Yes, he did. And I find uh, Ray Winston tolerable in it, when I find him lazy and boring in most other things. I wouldn't say it to his face, obviously, but um, he's brilliant in that. I yes, think it's a think great it's film. Best, it is his best role. Yeah. So this um, stars Scarlett Johansson as an alien. Okay. In Glasgow. Finally, aliens are going somewhere other than uh, southern states America. And it's filmed... A lot of this is filmed... I don't know how they got... Uh, the, when you Normally, when you film something... I The film that I've done, I did this uh, prank show. Yeah, that's right, prank show. Um, and you have to get release forms for all the people to sign, to show their faces. And if you don't, you have to blur them out. They did some of it guerrilla style. I yeah, but I don't know. I was watching from a part of me from a... a <laughs> A rights legal perspective. Yeah, thinking. How I love to watch films in that. It's always the best way to enjoy everything. Yeah, break it down to what you can potentially get prosecuted for. How in it. on earth did they manage to get away with that? Yeah. That is fascinating. So they're filming lots of people walking around. Scott Hansen sort of goes around Glasgow trying to find uh, sort of prey in a, in a, in a sense of the word. So you have her wandering around, and you have lots of people who don't know they're being filmed. Do you genuinely know it's that, not just good actors? No, I've read, read up quite a lot about this uh, the film and it was just uh, hidden cameras and sh- her walking around and people just people from Glasgow. Well, people, you, c- you could be being filmed at any time these days because SLR cameras have gotten so sophisticated yes. that you wouldn't know. If but so. whether these people have agreed, whether they can show them on screen. Mm. Anyway, that's not the main point. That's just a side it's point. not what it's about. If it? you're interested in that sort of thing, which I assume... Maybe 0.2 to 0.5% of our listeners are, which is which I think adds up to I mean, about half a high person. percentage of lawyers, to be honest, yeah. for a listenership. Anyway, it, it works. She feels like an alien because she's it, it's so disparate. The her is that the right different? That's not the right word. The, the, the distant, dif, distant. The between Scarlett Hansen as a Hollywood figure, yeah, to the people of Glasgow, who are very very nice people, but. There's a you know a certain Glaswegian look you could say, yes. Um, so a she Scottish sta- look, really. yeah. She stands out quite a lot from them. Now this film has uh, got a lot of uh, praise from critics uh, who say it's a you know I watched um, film two thousand and fourteen and right. Danny Lee and the other critic were saying it's the best film it's one of the most intriguing films I've seen in ten years it's a real. So he's doing something different that really changes everyone's opinion of cinema 
Uh, Peter Bradshaw in The Guardian gave it five stars. And well, it's very arty, isn't it? From what the trailers are showing, it's it it isn't a traditional sort of narrative. In, in... it's been compared to um, the Man Who Fell to Earth with David Bowie. I haven't seen yeah, Nicholas Rogue film. It's great, but it's very sort of slow and cerebral and um, intimate. Actually, there's a lot of not talking in it. it there's a lot of just following him and watching his reaction to a rather indifferent world and and the slow realization you know he he sort of descends really as he becomes alienated by modern society and you know the the parallels with him being an alien are you know sort of obvious but okay um well this feels it's uh i think the best way to understand it would be a film about an alien maybe by an alien okay if you see what i mean so are the are the humans not sort of shot empathetically or with understanding? Are they sort of? No, I think it's it's that is the way. It's I've talked about this before. It's one of those films you come out and I thought that is all right, but it stays with you mm. uh, because the musical score is very very distinct. Because Scarlett Johansson is great at just having that almost a uh, sort of blank. Um, uh, page, you know, blank canvas, yeah. sort of uh, uh, acting, uh, and she looks because she she does look arresting, sort of, sort of a beauty, beauty. She looks you could understand that she's an alien in comparison to her surroundings. And it, it, I think you get a quite an eye, you get a quite a realistic picture of the Glaswegian life almost because it's so direct. There's no um, uh, glamour doesn't glamorise anything. It's very very rough around the you know it's a very rough picture of Glasgow. There's no it doesn't it's not trying to be too filmic. Yeah. There's a couple of scenes and people have said it before. There's a that will stay with you for a long long time because they are the content is shocking and shot without emotion. Okay. I, I don't want any spoilers because I will go and see this. It's the, the stuff that's been written about it has been interesting enough for going. Ah, okay, it didn't blow me away. Okay, and I wrote. I, I said, I tweeted about it saying I didn't understand what it was about, but I enjoyed it. And someone, Mark Bell, or uh, one of uh, our listeners, wrote back to say he was still trying to work out what it's about. I don't really know what it's about. So you, you have to sort of work out in your head. And I think it could Nothing be... Nothing wrong with that, though, is there? I mean, 2001 is, is exactly that. Yeah. It doesn't... It doesn't t- all the information's there. You can work it out. It's not just a willfully obtuse, but it's not a narrative in the traditional sense. Yeah, it didn't... It, it's sort of like... Like I say, it's an alien, an alien's perspective. Like um, Third Rock from the Sun. Yeah, without, like the, an episode of without that. the joke and just one down a notch on the acting. Okay, <laughs> so it doesn't have Joseph Gordon-Levitt or John Lithgow in it. No, um, it just goes down one one notch. Okay, that's interesting. And there's some. It doesn't uh, obey normal conventions uh, in a lot of what it does, and that's why it feels odd. I don't know what it's supposed to mean, and I slightly. Uh, I don't particularly like critics who pretend who sort of lord this thing, which is clearly not 
understandable or comprehensible. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Who backs something? I think is it? Re- is there really something to it, or just I didn't? Am I too stupid? Yeah. Well, the, I mean, I, I don't know. I have not seen it, but I think there's definitely a facet of humanity where if other people are baffled, some people will pretend not to be just so they can look superior. Yeah. Um, or to pretend to be unfazed by the bafflement. Yeah, I think it's, there's a thing, isn't it, where you, if you try and baffle people, there's a lot of police around the area today. I'm sorry about that. Um, that. We are safe here, though. It is all kicking off. I have diplomatic immunity! In Camden Town. <laughs> um, yeah, so I think a lot of people do, they make films that are purposely sort of can be misunderstood or reinterpreted. Well, I mean, the Bible's a classic example, isn't it? Oh, yeah, it's yeah. It's not a film, but a book. People I often always... wonder if it's written by an alien. I think the same... I wouldn't be surprised if Jonathan Glazer wrote the Bible. <laughs> yeah? It's too... I, I, I don't like to say that a film that is very ambiguous is great. Because I don't know whether it's been done by mistake or not. What What other films have made you feel that way? I cannot think of them. Okay. The words aren't coming to my mouth. Out. The Great Beauty was an example I saw quite yes. recently, which was that this Italian... Uh, it's been nominated for the best um, film at the ba- BAFTAs I think Oscars as well Oscar it? for best foreign film did it win it? yeah it's it, I said you have to be Italian to really understand it I think and it was just it never it was like a slice of Italian life it never really said what it was it lets the the, the viewer sort of try and interpret it which I thought was good in some ways but had faults in in other ways there, there's, it felt quite similar that sort of or well, they're very vast, different films. Following someone through a narrative which isn't necessarily a set narrative. It's just, just it's things... stuff happening. Yes. Yeah. Well, you've intrigued me nonetheless. How many Mavericks would you give it? Seven. Okay. Maybe eight? I don't know. I'm watching it thinking whether I, whether I watch it again. Whether I would enjoy watching it again, or whether it would just seem tedious. Give it a year, maybe. Yeah, I wouldn't watch that again. <laughs> give it a year. No, no. Uh, I wouldn't give a year a year. I'd give that a decade. <laughs> is, <I'd> give... <laughs> is Under the Skin a cinematic experience? As in, it would be better seen on the big screen with the proper sound system rather than on the TV. For some bits of it, yes. Yeah. But some bits are so. Uh, Normal, it feels like a t- you know, it just feels like they're filmed on a camcorder. I don't, but it's intriguing and it's different to um, it's, it's nice to see a different hear a different voice. I hate that expression, but it's something a bit different. Um, I think it's good that Scarlett Johansson is making these decisions to, to, to do films that aren't uh, too up. Uh, you know, she's doing the Avengers Ensemble. Yeah, called. well, she's doing the most mainstream films there are currently. And uh, when when she started out, you yeah. know, people, she first Ghost became popular World. because... Well, she was in Ghost World, but that d- didn't get her much attention, but she was in it. Um, but Lost in Translation was her big breakout one, which c- certainly sounds a bit similar in terms of its slightly cerebral nature. Look, obviously, very different films. But... Um, and then she did Girl with a Pearl Earring as well, mm. um, where she's being a sort of almost alien beauty, I guess, some amuse somebody who is gets under your skin. 
Uh, so maybe she's going back to all of that a bit because she's in the biggest franchise of all time. You can imagine somebody getting a bit bored of doing kung fu for years of their life. I can get. I can. I can never get bored of kung fu. <laughs> but she's really watch. I love watching her. I think she's brilliant. Yeah. I think she's really unique. I saw her once. Did you? Yeah. Around in in London. Yeah, I was. I was. I had a bit to drink, and so really wasn't um, at my sophisticated best. Oh, Scott, I really think... No, I genuinely, I walked out of a place... Did you speak to her? No, I didn't. I walked out of a place, and as I was part... With that sort of drunken march that you do when you decide, right, I'm leaving... You were pissing at the same time. Pissing and vomiting, yeah. No clothes on. And um, walked straight out the door, and it was only once I was in the street that my brain caught up and went, that was Scarlett Johansson in there. And I went, no, I need to be sure. And just with no class at all, marked straight back in, stared at her, and then walked Where out were with... you? Yeah, that was her. Yeah, that was Where her. were you? I was at the Grouch show. Oh, no wonder. Yeah. No, but she's. Uh, that, that was her. Say hello next time. Yeah, she is quite, you know, she she is quite stunning. You know, that's, I mean, fairly mm. obvious, but, you know, she is. I mean, she, uh, I can understand how stick her amongst a load of Glaswegian. Uh, people with terrible diets and no sunlight, and how she'd stand out on mine. Yeah, yeah, she does. How oh, good? What? When you're not watching <laughs> films, yeah. What are you doing? I pretty much only do three things. Yeah, I eat, I sleep, mm-hmm. and I read people's emails to Film Fandango. Emails to Film Fandango. Yeah, people. That. People, uh, if they have thoughts or if we've, you know, inspired them to uh, join in with the dialogue about movies uh, that we're trying to instigate here, then they can email us at dearfilmfandango at gmail dot com, and 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 they're always a good read. Well, here's one from Sheila yeah. Larkin. I'll read it. Should I? I think I should read one. Go on then. She. Hello, Buddy David and Buddy the dog. <laughs> She's got confused there, hasn't she? Well, I don't mean she has, because later on... I'm just listening back to Film Van Dangle again after I finally got to see 12 Years a Slave. I had to stop mid-podcast, 116, because Merrick was giving up so much of 12 Years a Slave away, bad Merrick. I know you don't need to talk about films. I know the premise of the movie was already out in public domain. But this much detail it left me a tad annoyed. So annoyed you couldn't even write my name in the bloody email. She called you Buddy? Uh... Of the movie, I thought it was good. Harrowing not to be watched again, but I'm glad I watched it, otherwise I'd never be able to listen to you guys again. Joking, LOL. Went to see Nonstop recently too. Gosh, I love nonsensical plane movies. I just realised this as I watched Liam Neeson ham up the got, got, good cop gone bad, had to become an air marshal instead of who says a day. TMI, what's TMI? Too much information. Yes, yeah, too much is too much information, <laughs> and you've just had a go at me for giving away too much information. I don't think I gave away, too, I can't remember. I can't remember your, uh, on 12 Years a Slave, I don't think, I don't think there are any spoilers in 12 Years a Slave, but maybe you've clearly felt they're all there. I'm sorry, Apologies I, for I that. really try not to do any spoilers. It's very hard to talk about films without talking about them. But, that's why um, we normally listen if, if you've gone uh, uh, iTunes that's uh, 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 iTunes yep. you can see we always put the names of the films in we're going to talk about so if you don't want anything spoiled you can just skip over that one um, and we usually put the names in the description in the order we're going to talk about them so if you only want to listen to the second one then jump to halfway point or whatever but sorry if that's been spoiled um Non-stop, yeah, I had no interest. I've seen Taken, I've seen Taken 2. It's Liam Neeson this time on a plane with a gun and 
Uh, I would like it. If, are we excited if, by him? I thought if Liam Neeson had a stomach bug on, on the plane yeah. and had to go to the toilet non-stop, non-stop. that would be a better film. Because everyone else in the plane would gradually need the toilet, not as much. Yeah. A queue would start to form. When that sort of thing starts, the plane starts to get way down. Also, he people would start to be suspicious that someone had been in the toilet that long. What's he doing? Is he planting a bomb? Uh, I mean, that's a thriller, well, he's isn't buying it? buying a sort of bomb, isn't he? <laughs> Hell of a bomb. Um, I, I thought it just flushes out into the sky. They don't carry it with them. I know, but I'm trying to make it more dramatic. Oh, I see. The, uh, what ha- the, and the, also, it would be the, the same. It would be the same way as he went on. Damaged at the it, beginning it of the film. It was locked up. Yeah. So it's this it, it is. So it's getting weird. Yes. Yeah, so. So what? It's backing up. It's going to be an explosion because there's been another problem, and yeah. the and the gas mains um, uh, power supply. I don't know what the technical term for it probably is. <laughs> it's right next to the the the, um, the turd compartment. Oh my god! And once that wall goes down, and the, and the turd. <laughs> it's a perfect storm. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, colon snakes on a plane. And then he's then after that the sequel's non-plop, where he can't go to the toilet because in the first incident, spoilers for non-stop the shitting. <laughs> non-plop is he's got a mental um, block on going to Lou because of all the the the, uh, the classic reversal of yeah. the initial. But yeah. he's but he realised that he's got he's not gone for so long. He's become a time bomb himself. But he's now in a submarine. Yes, because it's the opposite of a plane, isn't yep. it? Yeah. So uh, that's a good double, non-stop and non-plop. They're <laughs> great, great films. And they were I really, I, it's one of those where I don't want them to complete the trilogy because I think they'd overreach. No, they won't do that. Uh, and they were filmed at the same time, apparently. Oh, really? Back they to back? Just, yeah, they, they just took the same, chopped the wings of the plane, put it underwater. Fair enough. Took the yeah. chairs out. Yeah, yeah. Stuck some different actors in there. I want to <sighs> see this. <laughs> Be better than just a man running around a plane with a gun, wouldn't it? That'd be better. That'd be. You're constantly shitting yourself on a plane. It, it's nightmarish. I mean, what? I mean, it's just horrible. And the more suspicious you act, people are going to. You're right. People are going to start thinking, "What's he doing in there?" And the air marshal would try and kick the door in. And he's he's about to propose to his wife on the plane, so he got oh the worst time to get. And he doesn't want her to know, and and he's worried that she doesn't really love him because she really hates anything to do with bodily functions. The irony, classic irony. Anyway, that's enough of that business. I felt like that was going on non-stop. (laughs) Someone will probably write in telling us off for spoiling our own own made-up films. (laughs) Here's a letter. Okay, this is Joel Chivers. 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 Uh, It'll be summertime soon. Don't worry, Joel. He says that's my reference to it being winter. Joel Chivers. Chivers. Oh, we Chivers. Yeah, get you. Yeah, that's good. You should write that down. Um, Oh dear. He says at the uh, the end actually he's from Kent, so basically he says talks like an English person. But um, if you want a truly great Bane impression, imitate him whilst talking into a cup. I might do that. As Joel Chivers. Do that now. I mean, there's coffee in this cup. Will that spoil it? Uh, Hang on. Don't put it on my computer. I've spoiled it all. Oh, it was gritty. Dear David Merrick, buddy, and insert guest name if one is present, be loving the podcast. Always look forward to hearing your thoughts on the latest films or great hidden gems and the occasional appearance of Buddy. 
I'm sure you've heard at some point or another someone's Desert Island Disc selection of five albums that hung should the event arise that they are stuck on a desert island in the middle of nowhere and only have those to listen to. In a slight twist on that format, if you were stranded on a desert island with a portable DVD player, what would the five movies you'd take be with you be? Keep up the good work and keep the entertainment coming. John Chivers from Bromley in Kent. I was born in the dark. It's quite good, isn't it? Oh, very good. I enjoyed that. Uh, five, what are your five DVDs in? Five DVDs. Can we do one at a time? Because it's quite difficult. Um, I've, I've not pre-thought this. I do know films that I bloody love. Um, There's ones you can watch over and over again. I'd probably just take five co- copies of Castaway. Just to learn, that to, be, learn how to do it. That's a really good one to do. <laughs> Would it just depress you watching Castaway? I've never away? seen Castaway either. Uh, neither have I. Just a ball, isn't it? It's Wilson. Man talks to a football. Man talks to a... Is it basketball, football? Who cares? Um, never seen it, wouldn't take it. Uh, okay, number one for me, I would take uh, my favourite film from my childhood, Time Bandits. Marek, over to you. I think you need to take some film. I'm going to for the theme of hope. Because oh, you need that, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah, to keep you going. Uh, and the film I always have to watch, it's really boring, it's everyone's favourite film, is the film, it is about hope. It's a Shawshank Redemption, because I def- every time you start to put it on, I have to finish it. You see a little bit of it, you find yourself watching it. Yeah. It is a great film, isn't mm. it? Everyone forgets it's a Stephen King book. A short story. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, Alright. Uh, Beastmaster. <laughs> Why? I just love it. <laughs> it's so daft. I just love it. Again, I'm going for nostalgia value here. Um, I don't think I'd want complex adult issues and things to consider if I was marooned. I think I'd want something light and sort of enjoyable. Okay. I'm going to go for Watership Down. Oh, that would be depressing, wouldn't it? No, but they, it's... It, it's, You'd it's, long for the Black Rabbit to come and take you away. But it's quite a nice way of... Uh, 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 if you haven't seen... Uh, you can't really... Dis- you can dis- Bright burning like fire How could the eyes burn so brightly Suddenly burn so pale Bright eyes So you guys can music as well. Yeah, well, that's quite... Oh, musical's a good idea, isn't it? <laughs> it... Maybe it is for yeah. Maybe oh, you want something long, I suppose. A fitness video would be quite good. <laughs> What's the famous fitness film? I'm going to take Jane Fonda's. I've never done it. Yeah. But Jane Fonda's uh, yoga. She did, didn't she? Remind me to the books. Yeah, she did. So that will make that. Sorry, that's three. So I'm taking Jane Fonda yoga purely from perspective of it's a health thing. Okay, just to keep you healthy. Yeah. Um, well, I'd be a bit more ambitious. I might take um, uh, maybe uh, I'd take like on back or something like that and try and repeat the moves of that. The raid. I'd take the raid. I'd try and learn uh, kung fu and stuff, Indonesian fighting techniques from the, the raid. Dr- dragons better. Oh, oh, Into the dragons, great, isn't it? That's slower. You could probably work it out better from that. The raid's you quite fast. Uh, I'll take the raid. So we both got uh, three each. Yeah. I 
But because you're on your own, you're going to need some sort of love interest, aren't you? <laughs> Are you? You know, for those... Lonely nights? Yeah. Okay, so what... You, you're taking a skin flick, is basically what you're saying. West Side Story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I would take... Marley and me. My first love was uh, Princess um, Sarko. Is it Sarko? I mean, no, is it the, the one from... Uh, Flash, Flash Gordon. Gordon. Because I thought she was... It's Hanzarkov, formerly of NASA. You're oh, yeah. I, I, the, the Russian one, played by an Italian woman. I'd take Flash Gordon. Okay. As uh, uh, the person you're in love with. Um, Action and romance. It's a great film. It's got good music as well, hasn't it? Exactly. You could listen to that. It's, it would act like an album to listen to at the same time. Um, well, for that reason... Uh, <laughs> oh, what could I take? Um... Flash Gordon is a good choice, isn't it? A film I could watch again and again and again. You know what? Um, Casablanca. Really? It's a very good film. Uh... I think it show it uh, would keep you going with the idea of self-sacrifice being in some way noble and hopeful. So that, you know, the fact I'm alone on a desert island getting nothing done, maybe the world is better as a result. Mm. No, you're not a fan of Casablanca. I quite like it. I don't see what all the big fuss is about it. I think it's very good. Uh, and then I, talk about, I watched a film again I hadn't seen recently. I think uh, Pulp Fiction. Great. I'll take that. Yeah. I, did, I, did, I think Reservoir Dogs and Pulp Fiction are so good because Tarantino's got slightly worse with every film. Oh, I don't agree. I don't agree. Oh, come on then. No, I like Inglorious Bastards. I like Django. Great. Django's not as good as that. It's not, but I like Inglorious Bastards and it's better than Death Proof, so... Oh, that was terrible. I'd fast-forward that. That's just a blip, I think. Yeah. Um, but Pulp Fiction, it's like three films in one. That's true. So you're getting three. For, like a box set in one film. Yeah. I'd want a comedy, I think, is my final one. Oh, that's a good idea. You're right. I should um, a comedy. I'm going to go for... I want to change mine. No, you can't. Oh. You can't. You're already on the plane. I've already thrown the discs through the door and I'm closing the door now. Oh, no, now, and now it's going to go non, non-stop. It's non-stop to the desert island and then crash in the sea. Because Liam Neeson's crashed a plane with his own shit. Non-stop. <laughs> Neesoning. Um, I'm going to go for um, uh, Life of Brian. I think it is the best one. Can I not have 21 Jump Street? Instead well, you've got of... your fifth choice still, haven't you? No, that was... A, what did I just say? Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction. That was your fourth. No, I've got Jane Fonda's Workout. Oh, yeah, you got that one. Watership <laughs> Down, Shawshank Redemption, Flash Gordon. And uh, Pulp Fiction. No, I've got... Tw- yeah, I'll have Pulp Fiction. OK, well, there we go. Those are our films. Do you think we'd survive? What do you mean? Oh, on those films alone, I mean, would, we, would we go insane or would we would we keep our sanity until we're rescued? I think I'd last about three days for a <laughs> That's just a normal life. Life eating sand. Yeah. Well, I tell you what. Yeah. We've done about 130 podcasts now. Getting close. And we thank you very much for your donations. They go towards paying for the Libsyn thing. We don't make any money out of it. And we've almost run out. 
We have. Mean, we so have. if you've been, you know, waiting for your time to strike to uh, donate towards uh, Film Fandango and all the many hours of uh, chat we have given you, then go to filmfandango.co.uk and follow the link from there. And thank you to all those who already have. You are our heroes. I look forward to the future. And I look back to the past to learn the lessons of our forefathers. We are Film Fandango. <laughs> Keep watching the films. Bye. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up Quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's Quince.com slash upgrade. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.